You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I don't know. I love your watches, by the way. Thank you. I like, get, I'm, I get I'm a big fan of your watches. Uh, you know, and they're not even expensive watches. No. They're not like $1,000 Anton the, Bauer. The big, the big open face The chunky watches. ones? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like those. That I have that one that's like, uh, it, it looks like Flava Flav's watch that he hangs around his neck. Yeah. It's so huge. I think that's one like I took off of your wrist one day <laughs> and tried to wear it, and I was like, oh my God. It's I like lifting this. weights. It is, though. You it can is, do curls with my watches. <laughs> All right, so... Um, you know, I, I feel so I feel so naked with you right now I these past so couple of weeks to you because we right haven't been doing now. like remember we were leading up to Halloween we were doing oh, horror I know. movies and yeah. I kind of felt I kind of liked that for those those three four weeks where we were like okay we know exactly what kind of genre we're going to be attacking mm-hmm. we're kind of all over the damn place I know now. I know uh, no more focus so this week on uh, on the editing bay welcome ladies and oh, gentlemen yeah, yeah. my name's Joe I'm Joel and this is where we come to talk about movies uh, sometimes they're bad movies oftentimes. Uh, they're just movies that are misunderstood, and uh, and we watch them, whatever the case may be, and then come back here and talk about our opinions with each other and also with you, our lovely listener. And so this week was Joel's pick. Uh, and <laughs> I'm 0 for 2 in these last and, couple and of decided, ones. And decided to do Die Hard in the Rain. Yeah, which kind is of is. It, what I think the title was, and then they were like, this title's too long, take a few words out, and so we got Hard Rain <laughs> out of it. <laughs> That's a, that's a good theory. I had read somewhere that uh, this was supposed to be the, the spiritual successor to Speed. What? I'm not quite sure how they came to that conclusion because I think it's moving because fast. Speed 2 wasn't? In this movie. The, the spiritual successor to Can Speed? we talk about Speed 2? Oh, actually, we should do an entire episode on Speed 2. Uh, I'm going to say. We should do an entire Speed retrospective, I think. I'm with that. We should do Speed 1 and Speed 2 because I think as much as people enjoy the first Speed, yeah. that movie has got some problems. Uh, you think so? Yeah. I think it's a great movie. It's, I think it's got gonna be, some problems. We're going to have to agree to disagree, I think, on no, that No, 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 no. I think that we're both going to find that we sit on kind of the same place okay. when it comes to speed. As long as at the end of the day, you're giving it a thumbs up. I enjoy speed. Okay. But it has problems. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of, Jesus, that's like the theme of today. Like, that's kind of <laughs> how I felt when uh, when Jeff and Brian and I went to see the Afternoon Delight movie. I heard about that. Uh, yeah, like, I was like, it's not a good movie. But I liked it. I had fun with it. Jeff's like, no. But not bad enough. I don't like things that are so bad they're good. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> what? That's my Jeff. I don't know how to do Jeff. No, you, I think you do. I think you just did. <laughs> I think we all do, Jeff. All right, so we saw Hard Rain. What inspired this choice? Uh, I don't know. I guess I've been on like a weather kick because my, my last pick was Forces of Nature. Yeah. Where we had all four, uh, not seasons, but you know, we had, we had Earth. <laughs> oh, what a night. Earth, wind, and fire, and uh, and some hail in there, um, and so I'm running it out now with the rain. No, this was um, again. This was on Netflix, so the the masses can watch this along with us. You don't right. have to resort to to piracy uh, to view this movie. <laughs> yeah, and I also remember it being critically panned when it came out. Yeah, uh, and I think even on Rotten Tomatoes now, it's it's it is it is not fresh. It is it is certified rotten. Did this get a theatrical release? This did, yes. The fact that you're even asking that, I don't remember it making says it into a so theater. many things. Yeah, but it was one of those uh, movies that they dumped in January, and we all know that movies that come out in January, January and February, or February. Although 
starting to turn around. We had Lego Movie this year. That's true. Maybe, maybe yeah. we're seeing a trend. I feel like there's enough good movies where we can we can spread them out. You're gonna be pretty happy with this February. Will uh, I? Dave, remember we uh, we talked about that movie that Channing Tatum and Mila Kunis were going to be doing called that Jupiter oh my Ascending. God. Head's gonna explode. Oh, is that finally coming out? It's finally coming. This out. This is the Wachowski Brothers yeah. movie that they. Yeah. Oh, finally but coming see, out in February. This is this is what they're doing. They're dumping it in February because they didn't have faith but in it. You just said the Lego were seeing a turnaround on that. So what yeah. side do you stand on? Joe? Well, I, are I they turning we it around? Or is it a well, dumping ground? Now that you've uh, revealed this to me, I, I feel like uh, it's the same old, same old. So you think that's bad news? You think that's bad news? Well, just with the history with that movie, because that was supposed to come out this summer, wasn't it? There was a trailer yeah, for it and it everything. Was to come out they this summer. pulled the. Tra- Not only did they push back the release of the uh, the movie, they pulled the trailer for it. Yes, that's unheard of. Yeah, uh, and I don't remember why. If it was just because the movie was panned, or like Channing Tatum, like after after I feel like after Twenty Two Jump Street hit. I, this is how I feel about Channing Tatum, okay. and we've talked about this before. I think Channing Tatum is really—he's kind of—he's underappreciated mm-hmm. as an actor. I don't think people give him the due credit that he deserves. I think he's a good dramatic actor. Yeah. I think he's a great comedic actor. Yes, and I think he's got awesome acting chops. As far as like when it comes to the action movie, I think he does that really well. Yeah. But I think that he gets a lot of grief because he's a pretty boy, and and so people are just ready to jump on the I hate Channing Tatum wagon. Yeah. But I think he's pretty good, and so I I remember like he, uh, he they killed him off in the GI Joe sequel. But then wow, spoiler they alert, had to Jesus, go, dude, that movie came out two three years. Ago. I haven't seen it yet. Well, there the, goes my double feature this Saturday. Yeah, Fuck. I'm sure that's what it was going to be. <laughs> so uh, so once that happened though, they he he hit with Magic Mike, and they're like, oh my god, this Channing Tatum guy's totally blowing up. We need to do some reshoots and kind of inject him in the movie a little bit more. Uh-huh. And so they did. They started. They they filmed some additional scenes, and I kind of feel like that happened to him again, all over again, where people are like, ah, Channing Tatum, he sucks. I hate Channing Tatum. And then, like, 22 Jump Street hit, and they're like, oh, wow. Uh, okay, we are going to have to release this Jupiter Ascending movie. We can't we can't cancel it. We need to release it. We need to figure out another time when we can do it. Yeah. No, it's a, was there ever a possibility that they, that they weren't going to release it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's um, kind of a big What budget. was the last Wachowski? Wasn't it that Tom Hanks movie? The Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. And that movie did horribly it from did. a critical standpoint. I, think, I don't remember how think, it did in the box office. I think office. critics are mixed on it. Uh, uh-huh. I think some people like it. I just felt like it was too long, and it was uh, it was ambitious. Uh, I wish I had that problem. I have yet, <laughs> I have yet to see it. You're ambitious. Got no, that was too going. long. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we've done everything except talk about this Hard Rain movie. <laughs> Let's keep it going. So it came out in February. Yeah. came out in February. I think it was, uh, the budget was $70 million. It made like 19. Oh, God. And, and that was total. That was worldwide oh, after God. the fact. It only made like seven. It opened in fifth place opening weekend. Uh-huh. Which to open in fifth place in January is really saying something because you know you're especially behind. with the cast that you have in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. We're talking 1998. Christian Slater was still a pretty decent, Dude, marketable name. Fucking Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman was in it. Actually, everybody is kind Randy of a name. Quaid. <laughs> okay, that's where you start. Although probably riding high uh, from uh, Independence Day, uh-huh. right? Yeah, because that, that came out what 97, 98, 96 when Independence Day came out. Uh-huh. Independence Day. <laughs> wow, Freud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free! I can't even recover from that. <laughs> no, you can't. All right, so this movie's about an armored truck driver. Pretty his, much. Two of partner. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not really two of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the old man from Up and <laughs> and, and Will Scarlet from uh, from Robin Hood. There you go. They end up, uh, they, they end up as, as armored car drivers, 
And and they happen to be in this uh, in Huntingburg, Indiana. Yeah. Which, by the way, known for flooding. Actual town. Yeah. yeah. I, I I had to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of research on it because at one point they like drive through and I see like I saw a street name. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if that's actually a street in Huntingburg. Yeah. I looked it up. Totally exists. I thought Huntington Hunt Hunting Huntingburg, right? Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Huntingburg, Indiana. That totally sounds like a made up like movie name, doesn't it? Does. It, it sounds like a town from Supernatural. Or, or yeah, exactly. And it's like you know they're being hunted in this town. Oh, let's uh-huh. just make it hunting That's bird. Right. But uh but no, in fact it does exist. Uh-huh. Um I, I, I wish it didn't. <laughs> and they, I'm sure and, the town is nice. And they well, after they dry it out. <laughs> who who would live here, by the way? If, uh, I don't know, factory. It looked like it was a, a factory town, like an old factory kind of town. Mm-hmm. Um here's my problem with this movie. Okay. Like right off the bat, is all the water. Like that, you have this cat and mouse thing going on yeah. in a town that's flooding. I like it though, but there's, it's so easy to like avoid getting in any trouble at all. Here's the deal: I want you to imagine this movie. Okay. What if this movie? I've seen took, it. I don't have place. to imagine. No, 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 no. I want you to imagine the movie I'm about to describe to you. Okay, closing you my close eyes. Up, you close eyes. All right. I want you to imagine mm-hmm. everything happening up to the point mm-hmm. where uh, Ed Asner gets shot. Mm-hmm. And Christian Slater makes off with the money, yeah. leaving Morgan Freeman and his gang. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Where did he go? Mm-hmm. Imagine if Christian Slater hid the money and just, like, didn't go anywhere else. Oh, just stayed there? Just stayed at the graveyard. Yeah. They they would have kept him alive, probably, because they need to know where the money is, right? No, no, no. no? But would they have even found him if he would have just stayed put oh. in one place? Oh, in hiding. I see. In hiding. Saying. Hiding if in plain sight. If he was just hiding, would they have even found him? Because of the rain and the dark. The rain, the dark. And there's plenty of places for him to just to have just hidden. <laughs> yeah, where? Where do you where do you hide? Well, there's there's buildings. He hid in a fucking floating car for about 10, 15 minutes. All right. There's plenty of places for him to hide out right. and to just like lay low. But he didn't. He decided to hit the public streets <laughs> and like run to a school instead of just staying fucking put. I I don't know. I, I see what you're getting at. Um, yeah. I, I probably would have done the same. I would have fleed the scene. Right, because well, no, found I don't, I don't mind him fleeing the scene, but just find a place that isn't off of a major road. <laughs> Why are you running to a major road to find a hiding place? And don't these guys have like their security guard, their their armored car drivers? They don't have radios on their belts that they can like radio for emergency or they something. They had one in the truck, and then the truck shorted out, and it left them communicationless. See, and this is what this is what kind of bothers me about the time frame this movie takes place in, because mm-hmm. I'm not quite as sure what we had as far as like communication technology. devices, technology. We certainly had cell phones in 1998. We had cell phones mm-hmm. and, and walkie-talkies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why didn't we uh, why didn't these two guys who were in charge of carrying around millions of dollars at a time why didn't they have something? Why wasn't there something else going? And I get it. I get that we learn later in the movie. Whoa! Spoiler alert: that yeah. one of the drivers was in on this whole plot. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck, man? Like, really, really? Like Christian Slater didn't have like a radio on him where he could pull like a John McClane on the Nakatomi Tower and be like, "Hey, <laughs> you know, nine one one, got officer in need of assistance." Something. Yeah. Th- no, that's a good point. And they could have easily explained it away with the weather. Oh, we're getting a bad signal, or one of the towers has been knocked down. But yeah, yeah. have it and have them exhaust all possibilities before just fucking taking off on foot. The opening, on the opening sequence of this movie, as we're like panning into the town, dude, that was great. The, no, 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 the CG effects were fucking horrible. The CG effects are awful. Yeah, <laughs> but it was ambitious, and I, I liked the shot. It's like one kind of continuous shot. Must have been really hard to do. Um, 
Well, it was first, all done in a computer. What are you talking about? No, no, no. But uh, okay, it goes from the Paramount logo, and then it becomes a real mountain, and then it pans down to some models. I was going like, to say, it wasn't okay, all there's computer. this, and then we kind of pan into this, and it's a bunch yeah. of like CG cars driving on CG rain. Oh, that looks so. And bad. then suddenly it like kind of composites into yeah. some cars on real rain, and then our big our big reveal, the first reveal of the movie, done in hero style. Mm-hmm. And it's Randy fucking Quaid. (laughs) It's Randy Quaid. The moment I saw him in this movie, I was like, I I threw up my hands. Whoa. I I actually threw up my hands out of my mouth. Oh, (laughs) you vomited vomited my hands. Your appendages. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, No, I I just kind of... I threw my hands up in the air and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like you, wow. how, what I am about Dolph Lundgren, you are with Randy Quaid. What? What? You've well, now chosen. All, I've never professed chosen, my love. For you've the, now chosen multiple Randy Quaid movies for this. Podcast. I did Independence Day and I did this. What's yeah, the other? one? That's enough. All right. Is that multiple? <laughs> you still have three that's, Dolph that's Lundgren more movies. More than one, right? On your dock. That's more than one, right? There, he's a You're supporting character in two just, ensemble casts. You just you that said when we did that podcast argument, that Randy friend. Quaid was your favorite part of the movie. I don't remember saying. Oh, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> he was fun. He plays the crop duster. Whatever. I'm so glad I've got Jeff here to keep you from lying on but this podcast. But why the vitriol for, for Randy Quaid? No, no, no. I, I, I just because... Unless it's Christmas vacation, Christmas vacation or the first yeah. vacation movie, I don't want to see him in anything. All right. I don't. Because he's always going to be Cousin Eddie. Did That's I hear, all he is. Did I hear they're making a sequel to, uh, or or is it a reboot? It's a reboot, right, of uh, Christmas Vacation? They made Christmas Vacation too. Uncle what, Eddie's Uncle like <laughs> Island Adventure or yeah, some shit. He was yeah, they like made that. it like four years ago, five years ago. I never saw that. Yeah, you shouldn't. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure no one should watch that movie. But I like the idea of a, of a reboot. Um, okay, back to this. Oh, but so I liked that opening sequence. I thought it was uh, I thought it was really ambitious. And as far as ambition, this entire movie, like it is. You ever been on a set with a rain machine or yeah. any type of? It is not easy have, to do. I, I, what I'm not going to start giving this movie like accolades or giving it credit, <laughs> yeah, because it made a shitty fucking production decision. <laughs> oh, because but it, but these it, poor actors, uh, there is oh never a point. Like there's pro- there was probably a, an afternoon of shooting where anyone was dry. I was shivering watching this movie. Oh yeah, after that, like I I was just watching this whole thing, going, this is why fucking actors get pneumonia. Oh yeah, and like die mysteriously. Yeah, because like this is probably why Bruce Lee fucking died because. <laughs> He did shit like this, where he's out like on rain shoots yeah. all day, freezing to shirtless. the bone, shirtless. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that that it annoyed me. It annoyed me watching. Really? It. I was like, wow, we don't need this. We don't need all of this water. I thought it was great. It didn't. It didn't add anything. Like when the water levels rose, yeah. It just it added this like needless fucking ticking clock. It, it, like how high can the water really rise? Like I know. and it was so inconsistent how high the water was inside somewhere than it was and then outside. outside. You can still see street signs. You can see tops of cars. And yet he has to climb out of the top of the prison. Yes. That you know, it's like a tw- 10 foot ceiling How at the least. hell did she open up the top of the prison? She had her little uh, trusty uh, man, if there's one takeaway from this movie, always fucking carry a Swiss a, Army a Swiss knife. Swiss Army knife for damn that sure. That thing comes in so handy. This mini driver by the way, we should we should mention Ooh, is the the heroine. Was never hotter than she was in the late 90s. Uh, hotter I, I visually her, or hotter like on fire with her career? A little bit of both. Yeah. I thought she was super attractive in the late 90s, like Gross Point She's Blank. She's cute. In Gross Point Blank in this movie, I thought she was super attractive. I, I, I think she, for me, she peaked in Goodwill Hunting. Like yeah. that was where she, uh, and that she turns in a great role in a, in a great movie. Uh-huh. She, she kind of bears it all. She's cute. She's funny. She has some some uh, really hard hitting scenes with, yeah. uh, with, with Matt, da- Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt um, Damon. 
I, I like I liked her most in Gross Point Blank. You know what? You know what bugs me as Debbie Newberry and her. Yeah, she's well. She's doing. Isn't she doing like a Jersey accent in uh-huh. that? Oh yeah. Uh, which, if you're going to the extreme, like it worked for that movie and then the world that that movie lived in. This one, I don't know what kind of accent she's doing. I don't know. Who, At one point, she sounds Scottish. I think that was her just trying to hide that English accent. I think so too, yeah. but. Uh, Need a voice coach, or just don't do it. Just like in a movie like this, it's fine. <laughs> you, this movie not only needed a voice coach, it needed a firearms coach. It needed a <laughs> weapons expert. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this at the very beginning of the movie when Ed Asner and Christian Slater are getting the money from the bank. Uh-huh. Like Christian Slater gives Ed Asner the bag of money, to, and he's like, "Okay, hold on, I've got to sign for this stuff," and he's signing for it. Ed Asner is trying to open the back door, and at one point. He he has the shotgun leaning sideways, and it's totally pointing, pointing at, at Christian Slater, Christian Slater <laughs> while he's opening a door. I'm like, that is something that no trained officer of any kind yeah. would let happen. There's <laughs> no way that they would do that. Where was the weapons expert on this movie? Mm. Where is the voice coach on this movie? He was running the rain machine. <laughs> Everybody's running that damn rain machine. Literally 20 dudes this with fire had, hoses. This movie had more water than Waterworld. You know what? No, you're absolutely right. No, it, it totally. I didn't even really mean that as a pun. This movie was more like it had less dry land than yeah, Waterworld yeah, did. Yeah, and and it got me thinking because that's another movie that kind of failed, like huge budget. Or, I don't know. Failed. Do you like Waterworld? I, I think history I has been kind to I, it. His, it. Well, immediate history was not no, kind to no, it. No, it, it was. But then going back and watching it, it's not a bad movie. It's not bad. It's. It's kind of it, fun. I like Dennis Hopper. I think in it. that we, as an, as a community, I think we were expecting more out of it, and we weren't ex- like once Kevin. I think the biggest mistake Kevin Costner ever made uh-huh. was making Dances with Wolves. Oh, fucking hate that movie. Because well, I hate that. Movie. I like it, but I think that what it did was. Yeah. I think that set up an expectation with audiences that, like, we were always supposed to expect a movie like this every time out. Yeah. And no, because he started off, you know, you you watch some of his other films and he's, you know, he plays a... He plays a decent character, yeah, but he's never really done anything too terribly deep. Even with Dancing Dances with Wolves, it wasn't the deepest story in the world. Mm-hmm. So you go to you know you see something like Waterworld. Waterworld's just an action movie. Yeah, it's just a fun action movie. Dennis Hopper, you know, it's, it's hopped up on fucking cocaine, <laughs> riding jet skis all over the place. It was like it was like Mad Max. In water. You think people expected it to be epic? I think they expected it to be epic, and I think The Postman got the same rap. Yeah. Well, I, The Postman actually was a bad movie, the though. The Postman had some really good parts to it. Yeah, but it was so, like, super sappy. And didn't he write and direct? Or he wrote, I know he directed he did, it. He wrote yeah, and directed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was too long. It was far too yeah, long of a yeah. movie. But I, I dug it. I I like Costner. I like Costner, I, too. I told Jeff this when we went and saw Draft Day many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. I like Costner. And mm-hmm. you know what? By far, Costner was not the worst part of Draft Day. Mm-mm. It was the story. But Same could be said for A Man of Steel. Yeah. I liked him as Oh, uh, my God. I loved him. That was the best, part, the best part of Man of Steel was when he's like, no, you know what? Don't Don't reveal yourself. I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. That, he, like Ooh. that final act to protect his son. It's tough. It was really well done. Yeah. Um, so well, hold on before we get off of water because I, I think you touched on something with Waterworld, and I'm wondering if, as I was watching this too, is it just audiences? Do audiences not like movies with a lot of water in it? I think it gets because uncomfortable. We had Waterworld, we had Godzilla. Remember that first Godzilla movie from 1999? Oh where yeah, it was constantly raining, raining, raining the, the entire time to hide the effects. We had Master and Commander. That's a movie that's on water. It's a great film, Russell Crowe film for the most. Oh, I don't. That's I a don't great agree. film. I, I like agree. that one. I do not. You agree. have Titanic, which audiences. Say, oh wait. You don't like Master and Commander? No, I didn't like Master and Commander. I thought it was I thought it was a poorly conceived, a poorly shot movie. I know. Oh, come on. I thought that it was. uh, If anything, it's it's a really high budget like Discovery Channel movie. No, it was. It It was was like the History Channel. It was ridiculously 
uh, horribly paced. It was ridiculously horribly. I paced. thought it was a great, nice little glimpse into what life on the open sea in the 1800s. Y- you know what else is a really good, a really good glimpse at life on the open sea? Titanic, Gilligan's fucking island. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather watch Gilligan's I'm Island. I'm pretty sure Russell Crowe never made a radio transmitter out of a coconut. <laughs> he should. It would have made that movie far more entertaining. Grounded in reality, Maybe Joe. he does that in Noah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that, that would be fantastic. No, the, the rock monsters make it for him. How, how do you feel about that? that about like, rock just, monsters? We, no, we just, that we just had Noah. Like, last year we had Noah, and now, like, Ridley Scott's taking his, Moses. his chance at Moses. Yeah. Doing the, you know, the, the, the let my people go. I want to see a mashup. I want to see head-to-head. Mo- Moa? Moa. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you know, them battle it out. Like, really just kind of lose. Moses versus all. Noah? Yeah, 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 yeah. So are you saying right here on yeah, the Editing Made podcast that what we should do <laughs> is make, like, a Freddy versus Jason style movie Dude. with biblical figures? Yeah, man. Like, we start, like, making them battle it out? Mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of, I want to see of dig this idea. Jesus versus Santa Claus, like that first South like Park. Like the South Park short? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. J- Santa Claus wasn't in the Bible. N- nobody can fly. Can Jesus fly? Unless they eat the magical candy cane. All he can do is walk on water. The magical candy cane. Wow. (laughs) Wow. All all the Christian listeners. Uh, We're just kidding. We kid because we love. Speaking of the Bible. Yes. Uh... We we, to- uh, we totally had we had that that obligatory character in this movie uh, Ray uh, who man. like would quote Bible verse and it's like we have Tarantino to thank for that that was yep. clearly like yep. we have Tarantino to thank for that some mm-hmm. hip character in the middle of this movie that's like quoting obscure Bible verse and then at one point like quotes Bruce Springsteen the yeah. river he just starts making up he's like there ain't no Bible verse for this. <laughs> That's Bruce Springsteen, the w- the the river. That it's character like, wow. died at just the right time because I I, I couldn't take him anymore. I, I was like, thank you for killing him off. I, I really did not like the supporting cast in this movie at all. Well, I, I I I could not stand. I couldn't stand Kenny, Kenny, the guy that you knew. Like they should have just named him Redshirt. Trigger happy Redshirt. He neck. was going to be dead. Yep. Uh, the the whole like. Jet ski chase through the school, dude. That's the highlight of the movie. Are you fucking kidding me? Ma- they take it, some ski dudes like, like through a na- flooded school. It was like watching like just a whole bunch of left turns. It was it like we're just gonna take a whole bunch of left turns. It was like a Nintendo game come to life. I loved it. I want to. I'm gonna do that. I want to play that. I, I, you know what I want to do? Of the movies we've seen this year, Joe's like staring a hole at me. He's taking his headphones off. No, you're gonna have to listen to this. You can't escape this. What I, of the movies we've seen this year? I want to. I, I want to make like a uh, an obstacle course, and I want to. I want to do that. I want to relive that scene from Hard Rain where they got the ski dudes going through the, the school. I want to relive uh, in Tremors when they've got the pole vaulting between the rocks. Jeff's feeling me over here. You remember that scene? How fun did that look? Don't you cater to him? Uh, like you, were tr- you were totally like trying to get someone on your side on this. I don't have and to you get him on tremors, my side. You went Tremors with Jeff. He's on my side. That was so fun. No, I liked that scene. You didn't. You didn't. Uh... Your adrenaline wasn't pumping. No, my adrenaline wasn't pumping at all in any part of this movie. Yeah, I um, didn't care. And then, like the one thing I was kind of excited about was the fact that, like Mini Driver, you could see is wearing a white shirt. Here we go. And there's so much water, so much rain. Can't wait. And, and at one point, I'm like, all right, here we go. Minute fifty nine. Never. And now we're finally, you know, she's finally she had a coat over herself mm-hmm. and she had like dropped it. And I'm like, here we go. Minute fifty nine. We're gonna. No. Nope. Oh, she was like wearing like this like seven. Level padding bra, <laughs> yeah. so much under gaff her tape. white shirt. There was so much, and I'm like, I just wanted just a little, just a peak of a little bit. Yeah, Michael Bay would have done it. Michael yeah. Bay would have been all nip. Yeah, he would. <laughs> there would have been no shirt. <laughs> exactly, which has been. Which, which is another like really disturbing part of this movie. All right, yes. so so yeah, let's go through gonna, the plot a little bit. Do you right? want to go through? Okay, go well, ahead. Well, I mean, not okay. So yeah, it's it's uh, Christian Slater and and the old man from Up. <laughs> 
so there's a botched uh, robbery. We, we again, like you spoiled, you ter- learn at the end that Morgan Freeman and what is the actual Ed Asner? Asner they were actually much. buddies, and they had planned this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't plan to get killed, but uh, they were going to stage this robbery. Uh, I don't know why they planned to do it this night, like when this torrential. Right. Don't you? Isn't there a scene where they're watching the Weather Channel and they're seeing this torrential downpour heading yeah. their way? But like. Uh, how, how about we wait and do this next Tuesday, No, but, folks? but you know what? There was a That's scene, they're Freeman. in the bar, and they're watching the Weather Channel. Yeah. Like, that actually happens. And, like, the but guy's talking about ahead. And he's like, hey, do you know what 37 across is? And he pans the paper over. And that's that's another thing about this movie that really frustrated me. Like, they, they unnecessarily painted up these robbers mm-hmm. as, like, cutthroat killers. Yeah. When we find out they're not. They were nice and cuddly at the yeah. end. Yes. Morgan Freeman, you just want to give him a big hug. Because we can't have Morgan Freeman play no. an antagonist. You know what? And I wonder, because also what happens at the end, we get the 180 degree on Randy Randy Newman. Randy Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to steal your money. We're going to go to the rain. <laughs> That's pretty good. Not only getting wet by the water, but the blood on my hands. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. You're uh you need to be on uh, whose line is it anyway? I'm like the the rich little of the next wave radio. <laughs> uh where was I going with this? You were you were ta- talking about how we find out that Randy they're actually Newman. cuddly and like Randy Quaid and I even wrote that note. As soon as he gets like knocked out with the crucifix and we meet Randy Quaid and the other cops, you know, yep. there at the at the at the police station, I even wrote down the note um da, 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 I can already see the police double cross coming. Right. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can totally see it coming. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary. And, and really just kind of demonize these guys. It really did. And out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. It, like these guys didn't know. I would understand if maybe they were in on it from the beginning. Yeah. Like that would have made more sense. Give it a Die Hard 2 kind of thing where it's I like think so too. they had them in their pocket as well. And then they got greedy once Ed Asner got killed. Yep. They were like, well, the guy who, you know, and maybe make it make like illustrate it that Ed Asner was the one that was really orchestrating everything, and he was kind of keeping the cops in line. Like, yep. and now with him gone, there was no reason for the cops to behave themselves. Or even if they weren't involved in the plot up front, uh, they tried to set up that Randy Quaid uh, was unhappy with his job and he hated the mayor. But he seemed so even keel. He, he was, was like, like he the was, best way to get revenge is just do our job, just protect the city. And you kind of think he's a good guy, and you, you thought his, his heart of gold was going to come out of the end. But I didn't yeah. really see the struggle. Um, no, and then he just like. Oh, we're, we're fucking keeping this money. Immediately, he's like, we're going to take this money. Yep, so there's you. that reveal yep. that like the cops are going to turn now and try to take the money. And Mini Driver ends up trying to come out of the, the woodwork and save Christian Slater. Yeah. But it doesn't work out. She gets knocked out, and she's like on this dude's boat, one of the cops' boats. Oh, so there's a point where Christian Slater and, and Morgan Freeman escape, and the cops are kind of planning, sitting there thinking what, what they're going to do. And this dude like kind of... He checks her pulse, mm-hmm. and then he starts the boat, and they're like, hey, where are you going? And he's I'm like, gonna... I'm going to, there's too many bodies with bullets in them. Yep. I'm going to take her to her house and put her in the water, make it look like she drowned. Mm-hmm. He takes her to the house, and like in the, in the course of this, in the, in the course of this movie, where there's been, a, there's a huge flood, there's people dying, yeah. there's gunfights, there's a robbery. Now this guy wants to take this woman back to her house so he can rape her on the <laughs> stairs of her home. He handcuffs, handcuffs her to the rail. To the stairs. You know what? And 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 you you bring up all the bad things that happen in this movie. Uh, this movie's rated <laughs> it, R. It's hard not to hard it, like hard rain. Hard rain. Actually, I didn't think it, it was a hard R until this scene because yeah. like even even the cursing that happens earlier, like they're calling him like uh, you know 
you you punk like uh, punk ass. I yeah, think, you, you know, punk. There's ass. not a lot of f bombs. F bombs come late in the movie, <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm waiting for why is it? What's the justification for this movie being rated R? Because you know, Ed Asner, we see him killed, but like you never see anything close up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just see a little blood come out of his throat. And so we're thinking maybe we're gonna see a little bit of uh, yeah. No, that, oh no, no, no! This wasn't titillating. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, 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 no! no. The... I didn't think. No, I didn't think it was going to be titillating. Okay. But what I'm saying is that if they show something like that, you thought that that was. Did you? Is that what you're saying? That I, you thought they were going to? I'm saying it, they, they it were going to show something. I didn't there. think they were going to show anything. It just. It was just the the mere suggestion that Mini Driver was about to be raped. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is. I see why this is R now. Yeah. They could have exercised that that scene and and probably had a nice we PG-13. Didn't need there's there's a lot of stuff in this movie that we didn't need to have. Mm-hmm. There, like I said, we did not need to have the dam continually like blowing and like. Yeah. Yep. Let's, there's a shot of like the guy who's operating Hank, the guy who's <laughs> operating the dam, sitting on a toilet, and then like the water comes in. He's like, "Oh damn, I oh. gotta release the gates again." Yep. And it's like, come on, man! Like, are you are you really? We didn't need this. We never needed that. Um, we never needed the the peril at the at the police station, which I love when the police station starting to fill up with water, mm-hmm. and he. He's like locked up. They lock him up in there with no one there with him. They just lock him up and leave. And then he like unscrews his his uh, his flashlight, and he's using that to try to get the air out of the the, yeah, the light. It's clever. <laughs> but do you remember the scene where like Randy Quaid and the other cop are hanging out, and they're trying to like fix one of the trying to get back in the boat or whatever? And as the water's lifting up, Randy Quaid looks at the other cop and he goes. You locked him in. Yep. Like, wah, wah. <laughs> There's a dude who's like Killed life. another prisoner. Yeah, right? You, you killed another one. Got to change that gonna sign. How are we going to explain this yeah. one? <laughs> They've got a police sign like, prisoners killed, you know, like, oh, zero days yeah. since this. I got to go so, reset the clock. But I want to I ask you this, uh, and then we'll get back to the uncomfortableness with the mini driver scene. I don't want to. Uh, but, but I think we need to explore okay, that for okay. a second. Uh, but... They say like we should go check it out. This you know this this armored car was uh, was robbed. There was an attempted robbery, and the guy's been killed. We should go check it out. But they never go to it. Oh, they didn't make it there. No, did they? they never go to it. Yeah, because they ran into Christian Slater, and then uh, no, well, they didn't run into Christian Slater. He fell off the boat, and then realized, oh damn, we kept him in the the jail cell. Oh, we got to yeah, go that's back. That's right. That's afterwards, isn't it? All right. So that, I just thought that was weird that they had no point. They show them like yeah, what going, happened? Did they get sidetracked? I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I think the writer got sidetracked on this movie. There are some. So, so yeah, that, that that moment where the guy is trying to like attempting to rape Minnie Driver, it was really unnecessary. And again, that just stank to high heaven of late '90s film. Of we need to throw something like this in here. We've got a female lead. Mm-hmm. With the only way I can possibly think in my limited freaking imagination, <laughs> the only way I could possibly think to put her in a perilous situation yeah. is that she's about to get raped. It has yeah, to be sexual. Mm-hmm. There has to be a sexual thing. Why? Why couldn't it just be that she's like on the lam, you know, she's trying to get away from these evil cops, mm-hmm. and that's all. Yeah. I, I don't not, know. Not a lot of uh, moral ambiguity with any of the characters in here. No. Like the bad guys are bad and the good guys are good. Yeah. And there really aren't a lot of good guys, really. No, there, there <laughs> aren't Christian a lot of Christian Slater guys. and Minnie Driver. Yep. You know what? Uh, speaking of Christian Slater and Minnie Driver, were you as perturbed as I was um, at the scene where all of a sudden this movie turns into like a rom-com? Like they're in the car and they're floating down and they're talking about, you know, oh, they're oh, yeah. getting to know each other. Oh, yeah. And it's like, this is, you want to talk about she's, something she's that's... She's like, oh, I think the heat kicked on. <laughs> exactly. They're having witty banter back oh. and forth. Uh, that's another thing of of like late nineties. Well, shit, even early nineties. Did you just movies. did you have a problem at all about the car floating? Um, 
You know what? It okay. So it's it's filled about halfway with water, right? But the doors wide. They open. have the windows down. Yeah. Uh, so at some point, it's either going to continue to go underwater more. Yeah. Or there shouldn't be water in. The, yeah. No, that doesn't make sense. I'm it not didn't sure. make sense. And, and it's moving. Like if it's, it's anchored, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. The car was just floating along like mm-hmm. it was a fucking boat. Yeah. Cars don't do that. <laughs> they don't do that. They no. don't do that. They don't leave. That's why six psycho- inches of air at the psycho- top. You see stories about psychotic mothers that drown their children in cars. Because they fucking sink. And I'm not trying yeah. to say that to be like evil or anything. No, no, I'm no. saying cars will Fact. sink. Yeah. That frustrated me. The more you know. Uh, what else do I have here? Uh, <laughs> oh, there was there was a moment uh, that, that I it got a really good laugh out of. Uh-huh. And I don't know why, but uh-huh. it, it tickled me. Was it the rape scene? Nope. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, it was after uh, Christian Slater got hit with the crucifix. Yes. And he's in the jail, and he's like, Jesus, what the hell did you hit me with? And she's like, crucifix. And everybody looks at her, and he's like, great. People are be coming from miles around to see Jesus in my head, the face of Jesus in my head. I do remember I was like, that. That's pretty funny. That's, that's, that's I feel funny. like that was a line that like Christian Slater maybe came up with. On, on the fly, on, he's like, on you know what would be funny <laughs> is if I said this thing about Jesus' face in my head. Are you doing Jack Nicholson right now? He, he Well, you, did you not know that <laughs> Christian... No, no, no. Christian Slater used to, like, uh, idolize Jack Nicholson and would try to behave like Jack Nicholson at, like, Oscar award shows when he'd present. Yeah. He would wow. basically try to channel Nicholson. Job well done. Yeah. Made a career out of it. Yes, he did. What's the last thing we've seen Christian Slater in? Oh God! The last movie, the last well, the last thing I saw Christian Slater in was probably he did a show called My Own Worst Enemy. Oh, got, oh, got canceled really oh, early yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Actually, speaking of, yeah, that had some dark undertones. Yeah. Um, Whereas a man with multiple personalities, he's multiple personalities. Uh, one's a, one's a like a an, an edgy, at least like a CIA, CIA agent or something. Uh huh. Um, and then the other one's just like a mild mannered husband. But he switches back and forth, and uh, I remember one. Ep- the last episode I saw of that, he uh, has sex with Christian Slater's wife. I mean, yeah. it's him, but um, but it's not him. Again, I was disturbed. A lot of is <laughs> where we talked last week about very bad things. Yes, we, we talked did. about that. Oh, Christian there you Slater go. Was in that movie, no, I do not like that. I movie. liked it. All right, we'll was, do that, that one was a, next. That was a weird dark comedy Should've that I, I enjoyed. Hey, something else we haven't mentioned? Sure. Uh, Betty White is in this movie. <laughs> Fucking love Betty White. Oh no, Joe is rolling his eyes at Betty White no, it's, because she's it's, wasted in this film. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Betty White is Betty White. She yeah. she does what I was expecting her to do back in those days. <laughs> yeah, but she's she kinda... did the Lake Placid thing where she's like, I hope it eats all those motherfuckers. <laughs> Old no, lady but... saying bad stuff. Ooh, oh. I'm, I'm so I'm so floored. By but that. it's Betty White though. It's fun when she does it. And she, and I she wasn't playing it like as. I'm the sweet old lady. No, who no I did like that. She I like that. Actually she was actually a bitch. She was a bit of a bitch. And she's setting traps for uh, bear for traps the, for the looters. Bear traps for the looters. I love the old guy that played her husband. Yeah, and he was like, "Whenever when I say let's clear out, we clear out." Um, yeah, I guess that was okay. No, it wasn't enough to save the movie. No, I mean that's kind of my problem. It's yeah. like it, it was. It was just a little. Uh, this movie was a smattering of like. Let's throw in this. Oh, there's this thing, and I think this is cute. Let's throw that in there. And remember that. Remember the black man in Pulp Fiction that said all the Bible verses. Uh-huh. Let's get one of those in our movie too. And you know, ah, oh, this movie's got a bunch of rain in it. Let's uh, let's have water and and have someone threaten to be drowned because I mean, you gotta the the <laughs> terrain in itself is an enemy in this movie. It's working against him. Uh-huh. And then we get to the point where at the end, where she's like she's handcuffed to the banister of her stairs and she's unscrewing the banister so she can keep moving up the banister. That Swiss Army knife, man, I'm telling you. And the water 
carried her house away. <laughs> yeah. Like no other building, but her house got carried, like just ripped off the moorings uh, cleanly and just started floating away. That was another bad effect. I think, I think my, my note was, uh, da, 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 um, is the house now floating away? That is my yeah, note. Is the... Um, is the house now floating away? And in fact, it was. It was. Yeah. It, it was the most staying upright too. Usually, they you know they they just disintegrate yeah, a, and start a little to... top heavy or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A wall will come down. No, just stayed in one piece. Mm-hmm. It was all good. <laughs> it was divine intervention. Jim. I, 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 it Much was... like Noah's Ark. <sighs> <laughs> what did you think of Morgan Freeman in this? He was Morgan Freeman. It was Morgan Freeman. He was Morgan Freeman. Kind of mailing he, it in. He was. Um, I've never heard him yell as much oh, as, you should, as in you this movie. See wanted. Yeah? Is he yes. like yelling across like an open yeah, canyon? Yeah, you should watch it. Shoot this motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of my favorite Morgan Freeman lines of all time. It's not a good movie, but it's... Uh, Wait, it, Wanted? Wanted, yeah. Oh, Angelina yeah. Jolie, With the James loom. McAvoy. I like that movie. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I liked it. It was kind sure of was. matrixy. Curving the bull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You should actually read the book because the book's pretty good. Uh, the book really had nothing to do with the whole like curve. The I think it happened once in the book, oh, really? but they made like a whole thing about it. Yeah, like, it was like he the had, movie. It was the entire story had to learn like, how to. You got to learn to curve the bull. Mm-hmm. No, no, wanted was actually a pretty decent little story that they completely screwed with the movie. Oh well, it's too bad. Yeah, um, they brought us James McAvoy though. It it did well. I they think put him J- on the map. Anyway. James McAvoy was with us well before that. But, <laughs> no, he was born uh, birthed got, for that movie. I enjoyed the statue. I enjoyed how they check off gun the statue in this movie mm-hmm. that it kind of kept coming around and like we would check in at it check in with it at different stages yep. but they didn't make it too obvious it was kind of unassuming it was just like yep. oh this is a landmark and it helps us know like what's going on how high but we are it did in fact become like an effective part of the story mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, because who, who climbs on top of it at the end? Well, trying to escape. It's not. It's not at the end trying to escape, but it was right. um, Morgan Freeman and Christian Slater trying to get out. That's trying to escape from the bad guys, and the sword ends up cutting the engine off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh shit! You know that ended up fucking them up. And I like that we kept we kept introducing that element. Yeah, that uh, was clever. I'll I give you that. I thought that was. That <laughs> We're was really nice reaching for like good things to say about this movie. Huh? Yeah, yeah. No, I I'm trying to. I, I'm one of my. I mean, God, I've got my uh, my biggest note here is just how much I hate how inconsistent the water levels were. Yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't like that at all. And I have to agree with you about Dennis Quaid. <laughs> I didn't want to make it sound like I was defending Randy, him earlier. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Damn it. Oh, Dennis. No, no. I'm going to defend Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Let's talk about inner space. Yeah. He, I really believed he was he was he was molecular. Yeah. Um, he's got a line in there, and when he's starting to switch sides. And he's going from good to bad, uh-huh. and he's explaining his uh, his case to not Christian. Is it no, not Christian? No, no, Snyder, to the young cop, the goody goody cop. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. To Phil, and he says, "Phil, I've been eating shit. <laughs> oh yes, that's all right. my life. That's but right. tonight, shit for dinner, uh, shit for breakfast. But tonight, I'm changing the menu. For everything I eat now is going to be shit, shit free. free. <laughs> like what? Uh, I was confused again, by that. Again, this, this screamed of Simon West and Tarantino and like just horrible. They're trying to, like it wasn't dialogue, it was quotes. They were trying to come up with cheesy quotes. What's going to be on a t-shirt? Yeah, what would be on a t-shirt? What's going to be on the back of the movie box? Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't concerned with putting together a cohesive story. And that's what's going to, like 10 times out of 10, that's what's going to set apart a movie like Hard Rain from mm-hmm. Die Hard. Because at its heart, Die Hard had a great cohesive story. It was an awesome heist movie. You had an incredible villain 
who played off a really good protagonist. But I don't care what you say, the real hero of that movie will always be Hans Gruber. Yep. Because without <laughs> Hans Gruber, that movie just does not work the same way. Yeah, We've seen John McClane do his thing against other villains. Uh, I know how and you it's feel. it's never been as good as with Hans Gruber. Yeah. Uh, and this movie just, it didn't have it. it. You know, they tried to set it up because... You know, Morgan Freeman is charismatic. Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman could be, with the right script, he could be a Hans Gruber-esque villain. I was going to say, has he ever really played like a full-on bad guy? Wanted. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he didn't really have any, any redeeming no, qualities. In not at all. Uh, but even then, he was just kind of the mastermind. I don't but know. But he was the bad guy. Yeah, I know. He but really he, was But the it wasn't like guy. Robert Redford in... Uh, in Winter Soldier? Yeah. Like... I don't know. I think it was. Think I think so? it's very comparable. I think you could actually say it's pretty comparable. Yeah, the roles are, but because I... Robert Redford even kind of becomes he's introduced in the very beginning of the movie as a protagonist, as yeah. someone who Shield can count on, who Nick Fury can count on, and that's kind of what they did and wanted too. That J- you know he's the guy that recruited James McAvoy, and he was kind of he he gave him the you know that that wolf grin, yeah, you know, with, right. with the knife hiding behind his back, getting ready to stab I guess James I just, McAvoy. I just never believe him as as a, as a full on bad no, guy. No, because I feel he's like too he's redeemable. much of a good guy. Yeah. He, you know every. Everybody loves him. He's kind of a uh, he's kind of a darling of Hollywood and America. Even though you hear the stories about how difficult he is to yes, work with. Yes, I have some friends who've worked on sets, and uh, he does not take direction well. No, apparently, and, which and is fine if you're fucking you, you get that Morgan in the Lego Freeman. Movie. You hear that in like the outtakes. Of the you Lego told movie. me about that, yeah. And they use the outtake for the dialogue. <laughs> he's like Dumbledore, Dumbledore, Dumbledore. Yeah, you know what? We're just gonna have to tell me later. I'll, yeah. I'll remember. I'm not gonna remember it at all. I'm like l- that was apparently an actual like outtake that they just threw in the movie. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, no, he's. He's difficult to work with, but people love him, and there's no way you could keep him, especially at that time in 98. I mean, that's what? That was post-Shawshank? Oh, yeah, because yeah. that, that came out in 96. So there's no way. At that point, he could not be a villain. Mm-hmm. Like People just loved him far too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. so I didn't like that. I resented that. I resented that they made him a villain yeah. and the, the, the fact that he was very charismatic, so we bought into him at first, but then like he couldn't be the villain all the way through. Right, yeah. He had to be the. Re- he the, was the character that had the arc, which I found. No, I thought so too. Really frustrating exactly. in this movie that Christian Slater. No, he had no does nothing. Arc. No, he does nothing. He hooks he's, up with a chick at the end of the movie. He's kind of like it. Indiana Jones. He's really not an effective force for good <laughs> yeah. at all in this movie. And the the antagonist that they replace him with, Randy Quaid, just can't, can't hold it. Yeah, well, him and his whole team of like bad cops. Actually, speaking of Shawshank, the 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 attempted rapist is isn't he the the bad guy in Shawshank too? I think attempted so. rapist. I think, I think you might be this right. This guy's getting typecast. It's yeah. just a rapist in every movie he's in. Poor guy. Um, I do like uh, who's who's who gets the comeuppance where they just like explode and fly into the air. That's that guy, isn't it? Well, one guy gets electrocuted. Oh no no no! The guy that yeah the, no the guy that gets exploded and flies into the air is Hank. Oh, he's Hank. The he's dude the, that the hunter. The dam. Exa- oh, that's the other thing too. Like all of a sudden he's part of the team too. Oh, yeah. He's got a shotgun. He's hunting Christian Slater. It's like. I didn't. It was unnecessary. Homicide is just far too easy to convince people to like commit to. In well, this, when you in live in Huntingburg, Indiana, <laughs> not a lot. Go- it's right there in the name. Yeah, you gotta hunt. No, you're right. Um, so yeah, seeing him fly into the air, another bad effect, adding to the the pile of shitty effects. And in then this we just movie. see we see the hat land in the water. Uh huh. It's very poetic. And then even Randy Quaid, Randy Quaid or Dennis, Randy, Randy Quaid. All right, I'm forever get them confused. Even Randy Quaid's like death scene. Were you shocked by that? That he died? No, that he just gets like shot in the back of the head. You see brain like particles fly off. It looks what like made me the laugh Zapruder the most, film. What made me laugh the most about that was the fact that like, here's Mini Driver, right? I mean, this is no good for radio, but here's Mini Driver. Yeah. Here's Randy Quaid. Feet away. Here's, here's Morgan Freeman and here's Christian Slater. All in a line. Pointing a gun this way. Right. And they're just multiple shots into Randy Quaid. 
and Minnie Driver's right there. Like no yep. stray bullets. It's the hits magic her. bullet theory. And it's ridiculous that they don't. Like they could have totally set that up. Like why not just let her shoot Randy Quaid? Yeah. And I know, like, they did it where, like, and then the gun didn't work. And there's way too many firearms in this movie, way too many you know, firearms working after they've been, like, submerged in water. I was going to say, for a movie, like, set in water, we all, that usually, they usually don't discharge uh, very well. They usually they don't discharge that. underwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Christian Slater's gun, when he <laughs> saves Minnie Driver underwater, yep. he just shoots the chain. I thought they would play more into that in, yeah. this, in a movie set entirely around water and rain. No. But no. no Guns seem to work fine. Not at all. Let that be a lesson to you. I thought that the uh, I thought the ending was unnecessary where he climbs back out and it looked like all he wanted was just like, I just want this bag of money. <laughs> like he wasn't even going for her. He was just yeah. going for the bag of money and I was like, uh, at this point just let him have it. Yeah. Let him He's have earned it. it. Then the end where like Morgan Freeman's like, what are you going to do with all that money? I got to turn it in. <laughs> and then like Morgan Christian Freeman Slater. takes a bag and like Christian Slater's like, all right. <laughs> and then they like they end it and like it's the cops like, "Hey, all right, didn't you want something a little like I wanted something a little more Shawshank, I guess, with the ending where maybe they like ambiguous where they hook up like maybe maybe Morgan Freeman goes somewhere and some money's been left for him that like Christian Slater still kind of hooked him oh, up." Oh yeah, underneath the tree. Yeah. In a in a shoebox. Exactly. <laughs> Did you, at some point in this movie, we just saw Christian Slater in the rain, like with his arms stretched out, screaming. <laughs> the voiceover. This Morgan Freeman doing voiceover. Yes. Andy Dufresne had finally broken free <laughs> from Shawshank. <laughs> Amazing. That's gonna have to be a nominee. No, we already got nominees. No more nominees. No, that one's gonna have to be a nominee All right, we'll have, right there. We'll have two categories. What did this movie do right, Joel? Um. Uh, you know, all right. I'm gonna give I it to I'm gonna give it to the cinematography because I started this podcast saying like it's really production value. It is really difficult to shoot with rain like constantly. Everybody is wet. It, it it creates a lot of like you have to cover you know the cameras and equipment and everything. And they really can they really the flooded thing. this town, dude. It, it, yeah, there's like articles about how they they came in and they flooded Huntington, parts of Huntington. This would have been a great movie to, to see in in 4D. You know how they do it like at Disney World or, <laughs> or whatever, at right? Legoland, where the Legoland just, Discovery you Center. You just get doused in water every yeah. time Christian Slater. Uh, oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. They should do the same thing with Debbie Does Dallas. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the visual image I have in my head right now, <laughs> my bad, is right. sexy. So, so the production value, of production this movie. value, because it's so difficult to do it, and this, it's not a flat, ugly-looking movie. Like usually, when you have technical difficulties like that, I mean technical difficulties in the. I agree to the, to an extent. I thought the model work sucked. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, there were some bad effects, both uh, computer generated and and the models. Like we mentioned, the house floating away. Yeah. Um, the dude getting blown up in the end. He just like flies into the air like Santa Claus. Um, and then, yeah, those the, those horrible CG cars that open the movie oh, really yeah. kind of set the tone. But it's a good-looking movie. I think it's a good-looking movie. Mm-hmm. Shot in the rain and some cool angles. And I'm telling you, I love that scene with the sea dudes in the school. I want to do it. It's fun. Anyway, so uh, kudos to the cinematographer and everybody on cast and crew who mm-hmm. had, to, had, to, had to undergo that for what is ultimately an unsuccessful film. Yeah. Um, you? Best thing? Betty White, Mi- mini, mini driver, mini driver's the best thing. Mini driver, the worst thing. Mini driver, also mini driver. With her not too, getting shirtless, too, too thick of a white t-shirt. Oh. Uh, no, no, no. I, I think that the, uh, I, I guess I would have to go with you on uh, a lot of the production value, um, even though I did not like some uh, a lot of the CG work in this. Yeah, um, this is nineteen ninety eight. I mean, they can't all be dressed. I'm Park. not. I'm not quite as impressed with the whole like the rain thing. 
Yeah? It, it just doesn't impress me. I'm not impressed with that. It's like, okay, it's nighttime. Let's take a camera out by our pool. Like, let me, that's, but let me ask you this. You take away the flood and the rain from this movie, and it's just another kind of like it's another heist, botched heist movie. But that's movie. all this movie was anyway. Yeah, I know. So they, really, least... they didn't use the rain to, to really much effect other than, hey, guys, we need a, a, a really a, a dramatic beat here. We need some kind of a, yeah, a bit visual of peril. gimmick. We need some peril. Can we just like fit something in for about 10, 15 minutes? Cool. Like that's all. It, nothing happened organically. Like yeah. him being locked up in his cell yeah. and then having to like try to survive. Like we didn't see any ingenuity on his part. Which yeah, he gets saved in that yeah. scene. He was going to die. He, which part of part of that kind of made me laugh. Where he pulled the desk over and he got the keys, but it just turned out it was some guy's it was the car keys. keys. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, he still wasn't like there wasn't any ingenuity on his part. To save anyone, like he he didn't even come up with the way to save Minnie Driver at the end. She came up with That's the right. idea. Yeah, she's the hero. Yeah, and and what what's her comeuppance is like all of her fucking stained glass. Everything's destroyed. <laughs> Everything she cares about is destroyed. Poor Minnie Driver. All she wanted to do was protect her 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 tapestries. You know what? I'm gonna go with a little bit of the production design because I did like some of the way things were shot, uh, especially like you know the, the sea not the sea <laughs> <laughs> keep going back to it, <laughs> but but I did enjoy like you know when they're in the bar, the, everything kind of had that Die Hard two look. Yes, like that Rennie Harlan Die Hard two kind of look yeah. to it. Which I mean, I could say what I want about Rennie Harlan as an actual director, but I think he's a good visual stylist. Um, but I did like the. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I, uh, what were we, what were we talking about? Because I uh, I, um, I knew I had something on the tip of my tongue there. Shit. Yeah, shit. I liked the shit. <laughs> no, I can't remember now. I was with you. God damn it. You weren't even listening. I wasn't listening to you. You weren't even listening. I'm looking at my own notes. That's yeah, okay. Fuck it. We'll never know. Damn. No, no. Let's backtrack this. I can't. We can't. All right. We can't. We've gone too far. Let's move forward. Cut this part out, Jeff. We, cut no, this no, part no. Out. We're not going to cut it out. Don't tell him to cut this shit out. We're very organic. Cut the part about him telling me to not cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> what did you Getting not like meta. about it? What did this movie do wrong? Um... Yeah, the script, weak script. Um, it's just not a very compelling story. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I was. Oh, I, I remember oh, now. Yeah, what I it. liked about this movie, yes, that they didn't try to force a romance between. But Chris they kind of did, though. Mini Driver, they? not really. That scene in the car. No, they were just they, they it, were just talking though. Even, they didn't really force anything. Even the last shot is is a Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid but, freeze frame but, of the two of them laughing. Would, <laughs> no, but if it was done badly, there would have been like some kiss at the end of this movie, and there wasn't. True, All and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that they didn't try to do that. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's now, okay. Now, what did the movie do wrong? Um, I can't remember. No, yeah. It was, the, it, was, the, it, was the it was the script. It was the story. It's it's not a very interesting story. It's cliche. We've done before. I really think the only thing it had going for it was the setting. We're in this flood and rain. Hey, it looks cool. It's we're, we're taking this and and transposing it onto a a, a new visual style. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, pretty weak. I think what this movie did worst, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think this is this is going to be hot sports opinion. Mm. But the thing that I that I think this movie did bad was uh, was casting Morgan Freeman. Not because he's bad. He's wasted. But it, well, not only is he wasted, but it sets up an expectation for the viewer. I think you kind of expect something a little bit more from what's going to happen, uh, and I, I kind of think that's true with with some of the casting with you know with Christian Slater, uh, Mini Driver. I I like Christian Slater. I know he gets kind of no, a bad he's rap. Good. He's good, but I like Christian Slater. I like Mini Driver. I like Morgan Freeman. I think they're all really talented actors, and I think they're all wasted in this. I really can't, I, I guess I can't say Christian Slater's wasted because he produced this movie too. Oh, did he really? Yeah. So. 
but but I kind of felt like these were these were wasted talents. They were trying. It it just seemed like it was still the late '90s, and people were now trying to make that Die Hard movie with the Tarantino attitude. Mm-hmm. And this is just another clone that was trying to do it. Yeah. Uh, so I agree with you. The writing was bad, but ultimately, I think just the casting choices. I think it was very short sighted. It was just all about who can we get? Yeah. Who can we get that we could fill those seats with? And they weren't thinking the long game of like, okay, how is this actually going to play out? Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. There That's you go. a good choice. Uh, should we recast it then? Since let's, the let's casting recast was your your weakest link, let's recast it. Uh, I recasted almost everybody in this damn movie. Oh my god, I have uh, uh, except for Betty White and, the, and her husband. Oh, I good. Did. Well, I did Betty White. I, I didn't. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, in my dreams. No, <laughs> oh. <Ew>. no. <laughs> All right, she's she's funny. Uh, only in <laughs> Just my stop dreams. With me. Nobody's with me on this. As one. real as it may seem. I have seven. I have seven on my list, Joe. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, sorry. Who am I playing footsie with? Eleven. I have eleven people. Oh, hey, seven eleven. <laughs> All right. You should probably go first then. Uh, I, I will. I will go first. Uh, who did? Did you cast the? Uh all of the cops? No, uh, I did. <laughs> I did the good cop, and I did uh, Randy Quaid. Did you cast Boy, all of the bad guys? I have listed here or all of the robbers. Dennis Quaid. No, I only did uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> but I, I did Betty White, and I did uh, yeah, the old, did. the old husband. Totally. Stop saying that! Totally. God damn it! <laughs> I want to. Okay, who did you who did you cast for Betty White? For the, Betty White uh, and, and and the husband. Um, I for Betty White, I went Kathy Bates. <laughs> From uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, from Stephen King movie, Misery. Misery. Yeah, thank you. And she's also in uh, American Horror Story. Now. Yeah, and Titanic, the aforementioned Titanic. Titanic, <laughs> crotchety old woman uh, who is uh, setting traps for for would be thieves. Uh-huh. Uh, and the husband who tells her to fuck off in the end. Uh, I'm gonna go Jack Nicholson. Get the two of them together. A little about Schmidt again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all right. Because it worked so well in that movie. <laughs> well, everybody liked that full frontal uh, of Kathy uh, Bates. I, just, I literally just had a chill. <laughs> do you want to keep going? No, no, because I want to go to the cops. You like you like the ping pong. I, Why do you I, like I do. you like the ping pong a lot? Because it, you know what? As a listener, like when you listen back to the podcast, it's too much back and forth to to, to go through the cast and then go through it again. In your mind. As long as we're talking about Betty White. Let's talk about. All right, I didn't recast them. No, I know. I just want to bring her name. So you 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 want me to go to the cops next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, I'm gonna just go through like just one swoop with the cops. Uh, Where did I put the cop? Oh, there, there, there. Okay, for um, for the good cop. Yes, Phil. Uh huh. I cast Charlie Day. Yes. Ooh, I like him. Uh-huh. He's fun. Yeah. Uh, I think I d- it'd, be, it'd be cute seeing him trying to like pick up on the girl, seeing him kind of go through like the 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 crisis of conscience. Uh, should we be doing this? Should yeah. we not be doing it? I did Ashton Kutcher, but like that '70s show, Ashton Kutcher, before he got all like super serious. And yeah. Not, not not Steve Jobs, Ashton. Kutcher. Like like that Navy movie, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Costner or a dude wears my car. Well, there was more swimming in that Navy movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Wayne, the rapist cop. The rapist. I'll take the rapist for five hundred. <laughs> uh, I know you've seen a little movie called The Hunger Games. Uh, I have. I went with the kid that plays Peter. Josh uh, Hutcherson nice. as the rapey cop. All right, I see that. I, I skewed a little bit younger with this entire movie. Mm-hmm. I kind of skewed a little bit younger. All right. All right, so who did you do for Wayne? I, I didn't get the rapist, but I do have the Whoa. the Randy Quaid okay. uh, character, right? Because that's the next cop up. Yep. Next cop up, uh, I'm going to go with Kyle Chandler. You know Kyle Chandler from uh, uh, Friday Friday Night Lights? Nope. Right? Nope. No, you don't know I Kyle don't, Chandler? Nope. He is the, uh, he's the, the, the father from Super 8. Oh, okay, okay. You know yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. always kind of plays uh, uh-huh. the straight man. He, he never really gets to be a villain. So I'd like to see him uh, do, do a turn. I feel like he'd be a little more believable. Yeah. 
uh, as the good cop, bad I cop. I like it. I uh, like that. Or Liam Neeson, I guess you could do. <laughs> Liam good, Neeson. Good cop, bad. <laughs> uh, we saw we saw a trailer for for Taken Three. No it's, way. Did you know they made? No, they I had no idea. One? What's happening now? It's, yeah, remember that that show, The Fugitive. Uh, yeah. That movie, The Fugitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Harrison take, Ford. It's Taken Three. Wait, it's the taken, one armed man is it's now. Take, it's Taken Three. He gets accused understand. of killing his wife. Uh, oh, no, gets, his wife dies in this? Yeah, spoiler alert. Aww. Liam Neeson gets accused of killing his wife, and he runs through sewers, just like just like Harrison Ford. But wait a minute, this is not a revenge movie. And it, and who gets taken? It's called Taken. His wife. <laughs> Her <laughs> wife gets <laughs> taken. <laughs> taken. Taken by the Grim Reaper. Uh, I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> Resurrection isn't one of them. Uh, all right, for Sheriff Mike, yes. my recasting of the Randy Quaid character. Mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Fuck. I knew you were going to do that. Nicely done. Uh, who do we going to go to next? Uh, let's do, I mean, my next one is Mini Driver. Go with the Thieves? Uh, that's all you. Okay. Run well, through it. Well, I mean, I know you've got the, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Did you recast, you didn't recast Hank? The, the guy who works the dam? The redneck. You know what, because he shows up in Act 3. I mean, you know, he has his little asides, but uh, I didn't think he was mo- he was major enough. Oh, okay. He just wears uh, overalls and shoots people. I- I'll tell you who I cast. Yeah, I cast David Keckner. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice. Uh huh. Even as you were thinking, or as you were saying that, I was thinking uh, like Larry, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, that'd be my go-to. Well, I had to go with Some someone redneck. who's kind of goofy because mm-hmm. he's sitting there and he's like taking a shit and then realizes, oh damn, I got to open up the. Day. So that- he's got to have like a little moments where he's he's dumb. Yep. But then I could see David Keckner turning that switch and like becoming dark. If he had like a, a an elephant rifle pointed at you, it'd, yeah. be, it'd be horrifying. Oh yeah. Uh, did you recast Uncle Charlie, Mm-mm. the Ed Asner character? Oh no, yeah. God damn it, Joel. I should have. I know. Uh, I recast him. Again, he gets killed in the first 15 minutes. Nick Offerman. Oh. Is that's Uncle too Charlie. bad. I don't want to see him get offed. Offer. Offman. <laughs> Nick Offerman. There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, but you you missed I it. fucked it. You missed it completely. You <laughs> fucked, fucked it like, like Betty, Betty White. White. <laughs> 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 I think we're both heading towards the same joke. The race to see who could get there first. Mini driver? Uh, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Because well, I've got Are there the, more uh, shooters? Oh, there yeah. are. Yeah. there's. Well, I got the, the thieves now. The ski-doo guy. I was, yeah, the ski-doo guys. Uh, the guy who's compl- always like quoting scripture, mm-hmm. Ray. Mm-hmm. I recast him as Ch- uh, with Chadwick Boseman, who played Jackie Robinson. Oh just yeah, recently in Forty Two. Oh, he's good. And he also played uh, 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 James James Brown. Was in, that the in, same guy? Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah, he likes to do biopics. Uh, apparently. Um, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. I-, I recast with Justin Long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he's a fuck up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mister Maylor, who's the the old man, played by Dan Florick. From uh, Law and Order SVU, he's the captain of the police. Oh uh, yeah, of the, of the SVU squad. So I decided to keep it within the SVU universe and went with Chris Maloney. Uh, okay, yeah, like him, <laughs> Elliot nice. uh, Elliot Stabler. I forgot about that. The the late Elliot Stabler is rest, he dead rest too? In peace that character. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they killed him off. Oh uh, okay. I thought, oh, but the I, actor I, I is still it, with no, us. No, Chris Maloney's totally still with us. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So now that brings me to. The final three, yeah. Jim, Karen, and Tom. That should be who you have, too, right? That is what, yes, that's why I'm left. All right, all right. So now I'll let you go with who you recast the Morgan Freeman character. Morgan Freeman, um, going to go uh, Larry Fishburne. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, Morpheus, because uh, he has played bad guys before. Yeah. Somewhat uh-huh. uh, ambiguous bad guys, but uh, I, c- I could see him in that role. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, uh, Thank you. I'm split. Uh-huh. I have two people. Uh-huh. Because I couldn't really choose one, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know who to choose. So I'm going to let you choose of the two. All right, all right. It's um, a very important decision. First, 
Uh, King Kong ain't got shit on this guy. Oh, Denzel. Denzel Washington. I like Denzel. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be tough to beat. Who yeah. do you got? Or he's going to be Daddy Warbucks in the new Annie movie, Jamie Foxx. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Have we seen Jamie Foxx play a bad guy now? I, I might lean on that just because we we know what Denzel can do. Because we all need Training somebody day to lean on. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we all need somebody uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick Jamie Foxx for that. Pick, I'd like she to see him. She gave me money. <laughs> that's in the rain. More impersonations per capita in this episode. Uh huh. All right, so that's uh, so we got your Morgan Freeman character was yep. uh, Larry Fishburne. Larry Fishburne, mm-hmm. and we'll go with Jamie Foxx for mine. That's his name. Yes, I think that's a good call. All right, so the mini driver character, Karen. Doom, Doom is a couple. And and okay. Do do your top two, bam. bam. All right, okay. So because I got I got a couple for mine. Tom and Karen. Mm -hmm. I kind of did a couple as well. Um, and we last saw them in the Percy Jackson movies, and I think they got a pretty decent little bit of chemistry. And uh, he just proved himself to be a pretty good little action uh, character actor in the movie Fury with Brad Pitt. Young, yeah. Uh, I went with Logan Lerman Mm -hmm. for the Tom character, the Christian Slater character, and then put. Alexandra Daddario oh. up against him as the Karen character. Not only because I think she's really good. If you've seen True Detective, I think she's really good. But also, if you've seen True Detective, uh, <laughs> that was the creep. That was the rapiest laugh you see her, I just did. You see her in a white tank top like all the time. Like almost every movie she's in. There you go. Like that Texas Chainsaw Massacre yes. remake. She's like in a white tank top the entire time. There's another horror movie she was in. White tank top all the time. She's got an impressive. <laughs> chest like her, <laughs> she really does yeah, i'm yeah, sorry yeah. No, I, no. I hate to be you know me listen like, we're when, a couple we of dudes these, I, when we do these podcasts so i really hate going like the like that that route it's easy but it's pretty magnificent her chest is pretty <laughs> magnificent and if i want to see anybody coming up out of some water with a white t-shirt mm-hmm. on it's going to be alexandra Dadar. there you go showing mini driver how it's done that's right. Yeah, I didn't know who she was until you recast her in another episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I went and looked her up and uh, agreed, Joe. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> for mine, I, I went with a uh, an on-screen couple. Not off-screen, uh, but on-screen. Lucio Ball and Desi Arnaz. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Why won't it stop raining? <laughs> we got some splendid to do. Um, <laughs> it's got some raining to do. <laughs> oh, my God. The joke was right there. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like nailed it. <laughs> Uh, I went with um, uh, a little show called Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. Some of our favorites. Yeah, uh, the Nick Offerman's in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm familiar. <laughs> no, uh, Aubrey Plaza and Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. As the I leads. almost went with Chris Pratt. I mean, he's good. He's he's the he's the uh, the it guy right yeah. now. Uh, but also Aubrey Plaza. I I think they have love good chemistry. On, yeah, I do love too. Her I so love much. that sassy kind of sarcastic. Yeah. Um, so she could bring something, and I, and I believe her is like somebody who's. Um, trying to trying to maintain a church and its yeah. stainless glass. I just see her like rolling her eyes a lot. Like, yeah. Can I just check on my painting? Bring bring some uh, <laughs> bring some some levity, Hell some yeah. comedy here. Yeah, some Eugene levity. How about a director, Joe? Uh huh. Uh huh. I've got a director. Who did you pick? Uh, I went with. Uh, as long as we're. Did you do you have one? Yet? I do. I do. I, I do. I do. Like, I need to figure one out. No, it's easy because uh, this movie was directed by somebody who used to be a DP, a director of photography. Uh-huh. Uh, on on, uh, gosh. What movie did he do that he's famous for? I don't. Was know. it one of the Die Hard movies? No, maybe. I think it was maybe Die Hard too. Anyway, um, DP, and this was like his first directing outing. Um, uh-huh. Usually unsuccessful when DPs try to make that leap. To I mean, directing. there have been there have been some that have been successful. John Wick, right? You guys, yeah. uh, last episode of uh, of uh, what's that show you guys? Of Afternoon, <laughs> Afternoon Delight. Delight. You guys did John Wick. I was listening to it on the way over. I know the show. Um, John John Wick. But uh, yeah, I think he was a, a DP before. 
Um, and uh, you pissed off John Wick. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go Jan de Bont. Jan de Bont, who uh, I think he was the DP on Speed. Speed. Yeah, and then directed Speed too. And then also, um, what's the tornado movie? Twister. 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 So yeah. knows how to do kind of action and uh, and big special effects and big That's budgets. True. That's true. Uh, can I, work with an ensemble cast. I'll, I'll have. To, I'd have to say about Speed too. I think the direction was probably not the worst thing about that movie. Mm. Uh, it was probably oh, actually, just the story. I don't was, think he directed the second one. I, think I thought he else. did. He did the first one, right? No, he he didn't direct the first one. Well, he was the DP on the first one. Hey, look, right. We need to look that, up. look that up. Let's yeah. look that up. Yeah. I mean, Jeff's uh, man. I sat in. I did some recording with MVP. Yeah, and like Jeff's on top of it. Like He's just got stats facts. and shit for like today. Jeff was like, eh, he's playing right. Angry Birds. He's rolling the die. <laughs> Jan, Deba- this is a no. There he is, cinematographer for Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I know he was we the knew cinematographer the part, huh? for Die Hard. Hunt for Red October, Basic Instinct. This is great podcasting, by the way. No, 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 this is, this is good. Looking at the uh, IMDb this page. This is good. We're all right. <laughs> can, you, can you hurry the hell up? No, I, I really can't. Yeah, can Speed you... 2. Producer on Speed 2. Oh, he didn't, he didn't direct. Who directed Speed 2? Uh, that would be, uh, oh yeah, Jan de Bont. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Why wouldn't they put that credit first? The, Why I, is I have no idea. First? I don't know. Um, well, who did right. the first Speed? So you would, you would put Jan de Bont. I think so. On, on, uh, on this movie. He can't get any worse. I would, with my cast, and I'd probably try to make it a little bit, like try to add a little bit more character to the movie. Yeah, you, you did skew young. Uh, I would go with uh, director Joe Carnahan, who brought us uh, Smoke and Aces. Yeah, man, there you go. Uh, and, uh, and Narc. He did this movie called Narc that was really well done, too. You've told me that before, and mm-hmm. I've yet to, yet to look it up. So that's what I've got. Um, if you have any thoughts about our uh, our castings or, or, the, or the movie in general, Hard mm. Rain, if you happen to see it, go ahead and comment on our Facebook page. You find us on Facebook. Just put the editing bay in the search bar. Look for the girl with the bleeding eyes. That's us, and that is how uh, you could talk with us one-on-one. Uh, Joel is waiting 24 hours a day, seven days a week to respond to your posts <laughs> and your questions. And maybe once in a while you might get me. Who knows? Usually I don't respond, but if you get a like, that's probably me. Yeah, it's probably me. I like a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a website, right? She likes the moon. She likes the moon. She likes a lot of things. We do have a website, Joe. It is not the editing bay. It is not edit bay. Oh, every night. It is editingbay.com. Go there and check it out. I like that. I was trying to. Baby, hold tight. Any way you want it. She said, editing bay, you want it. That's the way. (laughs) Did you say editing bay, you want it? I I tried to, but I had to say editing, editing bay. Editing bay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, go to the website. (laughs) Also, you can follow us on Twitter at the editing bay. Uh huh. At the editing bay. Look for the the double E there with the the and the editing bay. So, what's coming up on the website? We're going to be maybe someday putting the uh, the the things for the. uh, Not going to happen on the website. For the eddies? Maybe it'll happen on the website, but it's primarily going to happen on the Facebook page. When's that going to happen? You know, uh, any day now, Joe. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm um, glad I asked. Hopefully, too. by the time you're hearing this, listener, those polls will finally be up. The polling will be open. Tomorrow. You can see. <laughs> I'm going to do it tonight. I'm doing it tonight. I'm, listen, I've been traveling a lot. I've been busy. Taking a lot, a lot of freelance. Oh, you didn't send any postcards. Like trying Uncle to pay the bills. From Fraggle Rock. You know what? I'll bring you back a T-shirt next time. There huh? we go. Like I that? brought you a T-shirt from Rochester. Fucking tote bag from Never San wear Francisco. It. What do you Never want? I do. I do. I actually wore it the other day. I was doing some work around the house. Oh, mm-hmm. great. You were right there next to my heart. Joe. You'll be in my heart. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so when we get those uh, 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 categories up, you can vote for them on the Facebook Did page. you want to introduce a couple more categories? Yeah, let's do it, because uh-huh. we, we've talked about the four. Uh, right. I listed the nominees last week. I'm going to do, do another couple of uh, <laughs> some of our get other the fuck out of my categories. 
uh, I, I like um, best ensemble recast. Uh-huh. That's uh, you know we're every every now and then we'll get clever uh-huh. and we'll just like take an, a cast, an entire cast from another property or, or movie or TV show sometimes. Yeah, and replace it with an, a cast. We've done that a few times. Yes, we enough have. to uh, to have four nominees for this category. Okay, uh, I'm not going to tell you what they are now. Oh, all right. You have to look at the Facebook page <laughs> you have for to that. Go to the page. But another uh, another category we're going to be voting on is best impersonation. Oh my God, Joe! You know what? Did you speaking of impersonation? Did you see the video of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch doing like a bunch of impressions? I didn't see. I saw the link. Oh I haven't God. seen the actual he video is, yet. When he when he tries to do uh, uh, Christopher Walken, it's fantastic. Everybody has a Christopher Walken. Yeah, and so few people can actually pull it off. So what do you have? Um, what for best impersonation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 no, those are to to be announced. To be to be D because to I, be feel, I feel like we've done three more just in this episode that gotcha. we'd have to get added yes, to the list. No, this no. Is true. But look for those categories and more on the Facebook page. Wonderful. All right. So since next week we'll be going right into Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. I thought, uh, what better day to celebrate than to revisit with an old friend mm-hmm. named Turkey. Oh no, Joe! We're no, we're going to watch a little movie called Thanks Killing, not two, <sighs> but Thanks Killing Three. I should have seen it coming. I should have known. I mean, I only said it last week. Did you? Yeah, uh, after we were done recording. Okay. So Thanks Killing Three, oh, we're shit. going to be watching next week. Is just that to, to lead into Thanksgiving? Where can one see this <laughs> film? You could find it on Amazon. Oh, great! Amazon Prime. Uh, if you're so, an Amazon Prime member, you could find it, uh, or uh, you could. Just download the damn uh, thing. That's what I'm going to be doing. Probably. Yeah, I think they've even got the full movie on YouTube. Oh, okay. I'm going to watch it in parts. There yeah. you go. There we you did this listener. No, I think it's all just one big chunk. <laughs> Is it really? Can you? Yeah. Well, I guess you can do that now. Yeah. You don't have to. Have, you can have ten hours of Thanksgiving. That's three. right. Yeah. Uh, if, if listener, if you uh, never heard last year's. It was about this time, wasn't it? Yeah. Right before Thanksgiving, uh-huh. we did the original Thanksgiving. This is like a low. This is back when we were doing like low budget. Nobody's ever heard of these movies. Movies. That's right. Um, with like plastic turkeys. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I might do a double feature. Yeah. I might, I might revisit the original. It might be worth it to to refresh my memory as to the the integral plot points. We, and should, the cast. we should all do. We should get Jeff to do that as well. Jeff, have you seen uh, Thanks Killing? Wow, the look on his face. We'll right watch now. Thanks Killing one and then Thanks Killing three. He's having nothing to do with this. All right, no, he's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna do that. <laughs> we're gonna uh, time down I, like I, Clockwork Orange. I, I woke up early and drove him to work. He owes me two hours. Oh no! So we're gonna. Give that we're gonna. We're gonna. Oh oh. Well, well, you should still watch the movie. I watch Tremors. Uh, I'm excited right. about this. Okay, cool. So next week, Thanks Killing three. We got to get out of here. They got another podcast to record. Yep. So. Uh, Thank you, listeners, for hanging out. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Jeff, for uh, for going along with us, as always. <laughs> We've been the Editing Bay. We'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.